0: If you love to travel, you love cool experiences, you are going to love Viator. Viator is the world's leading travel experience marketplace. And for me, Sun Valley skiing is huge on my bucket list. So I just opened the Viator app, searched Sun Valley, and boom! Custom ski and boot fittings and tickets delivered right to our condo. Pretty unbelievable. Just download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking. One app, over 300,000 experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. ...public library to try to make sense out of all the madness. The place was boarded up, shut down, so I broke in and
1: borrowed some newspapers. I don't get it, Doc. I mean, how can all this be happening? It's like
0: we're in hell or something. No, it's Hill Valley, although I can't imagine hell being much worse. Oh, Amy. I'm sorry, boy. The lab is an awful, 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 awful mess. boy. Obviously... The time continuum has been disrupted, creating this new temporal event sequence resulting in this alternate reality. English, Doc. Here, here, here. Let me, let me illustrate. Imagine that this line represents time. Here's the present, 1985, the future, and the past. Prior to this point in time... Somewhere in the past, the timeline skewed into this tangent, creating an alternate 1985. Alternate to you, me, and Einstein, but reality for everyone else. Recognize this? It's the bag the sports book came in. I know, because the receipt was still inside. I found them in the time machine. Along with this...
1: The top of Biff's cane. I mean, old Biff from the future. Correct. It was
0: in the time machine because Biff was in the time machine with the sports almanac. Holy shit! You see, while we were in the future, Biff got the sports book, stole the time machine, went back in time, and gave the book to himself at some point in the past. Look, <laughs> it says right here at this made his first million betting on a horse race in 1958 he wasn't just lucky he knew because he had all the race results in the sports almanac that's how he made his entire fortune look in his pocket with a magnifying glass
1: the almanac (laughs) son of a bitch stole my idea he must have been listening when i it's my fault the whole thing is my fault. If I hadn't bought that damn book, none of this would have ever happened. No, well, that's all in the past. You mean the future? Whatever!
0: It demonstrates precisely how time travel can be misused and why the time machine must be destroyed after we straighten all of this out.
2: There is no way that I'm gonna make it. Oh. Listener's choice starts in 20 minutes and i'm just there there's no way there's nobody on this road it's crazy wait isn't that John in the bandit car? What's he doing here? You should be at the store. Hey buddy, what are you doing? We're supposed to be recording. You have to be at the store. Listener's Choice starts in 20 minutes. What are you doing? Can you give me a ride?
3: Who the hell are you?
2: What do you mean, who the hell am I? I'm I'm Michael J. I'm I'm me. You're you. What are you talking about?
1: I don't know a Michael J.
2: But I know you. You're you. You're Rhodes King. You're John Rhodes. You're you're fuck this, fuck that, fuck me, fuck you, all that type of thing.
3: Look, this guy sounds bitchy, but it's not me. All right, so get the fuck out of
2: here. And what the fuck happened to your hair? You got like a mullet going on top of your head now. That that wasn't you yesterday. What the fuck is this?
3: Have you never heard of Aquanet?
2: Um, you're gonna start wearing hair nets now? Yeah? Is it a mullet uh, net? It's a
3: styling product, jackass. It's all the rage.
2: Fucking hell. Wasn't that. That. That's like from 25 years, like almost 30 years ago now.
3: Later, nerd.
2: <laughs> Mm. Trans Am doesn't mean you're the bandit motherfucker
1: he's pounding down loaded up and truckin'. are we gonna do what they say can't be done we've got a long way to go and a short time to get there i he's eastbound, just watch old bandit run keep your foot hard on the pedal Run, never mind them breaks Let it all hang out cause we gotta run to make The boys are thirsty in Atlanta And there's beer in Texarkana And we'll bring it back no matter what it takes Eastbound it down Loaded up and truckin'. Are We gonna do what they say can't be done We've got a long way to go And a short time to get there I'm eastbound just watch your bandit run we gonna do what they say can't be done We've got a long way to go And a short time to get there I'm eastbound to watch on bandit run Old Smokey's got them ears on He's hot on your trail And he ain't gonna rest till you're in jail So you got to dodge him, you got to duck him you got to keep that diesel truckin' Just put that hammer down and give it hell Eastbound to down. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I am found up why don't run? Welcome to VHS Life!
2: Wait. Okay. Yo, what's up? You just... You just were a fucking asshole to me in a bandit car. In a... What the fuck are In you a bandit about? car. You were in the fucking bandit car.
3: A, a fucking Trans Am? Like a Smoky in the bandit? Is that what you're fucking saying? A Trans Am?
2: Yeah, and you fucking just... Past me. I told you we were, like, late. And, because Listener's Choice starts in literally 15 minutes. And I said we were late. And you just drove right by me. You didn't even want to give me a ride. And you called me a nerd, and you said you were wearing some Aquanet shit in your hair, and you, you really had a mullet. Uh, what the fuck? Now your hair is normal again. I don't know what the fuck this is.
3: Yeah, dude. No one uses... Fucking Aquanet. That.
2: That's what, what I told you. you.
3: I use made. I drive a brand new Dodge Charger. Yeah, I saw the a,
2: Charger outside. I didn't see the... the I've trans- been
3: here all fucking night. I, it, look at the posts, dude. I posted them up. It's on fucking Instagram and Facebook and everything. We, I, I've been trying to pull people in for listener's choice. I, I was showing the Final Girls. What the fuck are you talking about?
2: Yeah, I noticed Final Girls just ended because I see you still have right. the, the menu up because I guess you didn't stop it but I don't understand why you would just leave me on the side of the road like that and and you just now you totally changed your appearance you don't look like you right now like I mean you look like you now but you didn't look like you 15 minutes ago wait
3: wait 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 you're certain it was me
2: I am I swear that it was you. Did you Did
3: you, you? talk to me?
2: I talked to you because I tried to get you to give me a ride here because I didn't want us to be late. Because I missed the bus yet again. It,
3: it, 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 so so, so you, you, did it sound like me? And it looked like me.
2: Yeah, but you had like sunglasses on. And you just, you looked... Um, you had kind of like a Burt Reynolds stash going, did, too, just did, a little bit.
3: Did I look like I was from the 80s?
2: You looked like you could have been Bandit. You really looked like you could have been Bandit. Like, I I could have called you John Rhodes the Bandit, or Bandit like, John Rhodes, whatever it is. Did, did
4: I have
3: a, a jean jacket vest on with heavy metal buttons on it?
2: Mm. Yeah, you know what? Well, come to think of it, you 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 did.
3: Oh fuck, dude. Oh fuck. Okay, okay. Well, we 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 got to get through this quick cuz you were I I'll I'll explain everything. Let's let's just get through this preliminary bullshit, okay? It's it's, it's really fucking important, but okay, well, there there was there was some homework, right? And
2: well, I I We didn't I, do that. Well, I didn't do the homework because I we I know we went to see no, no,
3: you know. Don't breathe. Yeah. Right. Okay, so let, let me let me just just find this stuff first. But okay, d- don't breathe. You, yeah. you t- tell me what you think of it. While I'm, I'm looking for this shit.
2: Okay. Do you know? Okay, I'm a, I'm gonna do a spoiler alert here, people. And if you haven't seen the movie yet, which if you have, I mean, if you haven't seen it, what the what's wrong with you? Because it's actually a lot better than I thought it was going to be. It's a lot better than that Evil Dead. Remake bullshit that Fide put out, um, you know, back in 2013. His second effort, this, is a lot better. Anyway, the part of the film that was very enjoyable to me was at close to the end, where the guy had the turkey baster full of semen, and when she stuck it in his mouth and injected the semen into his mouth, and he was like, (laughs) and you see it, like, come out of his mouth, She's like, how does that taste? Yeah,
0: yeah.
3: Okay. Um. Uh, uh, okay, so for, for for myself, don't breathe. Yeah. Is it? It really kind of reminds me of Green Room, and no, it's very, so much very... better
2: than Green Room, though. It really no, is. but
3: what what I'm saying is the filmmaking, the the intelligence put into every little aspect of this. Almost everything pays off. Nothing is trivial and, and it's so smartly made.
2: Yeah. Whereas like, green room was the exact opposite of this. No, movie. that
3: was the exact same thing. You just didn't like it. No. Um, I, I think this movie was incredible. Yeah. Um, the, the tensions there.
2: Yeah. Hold on a second. Uh, you, if green room would have been to the point where, where, um, the fucking um, whoever the fuck they were that was like you know outside of the green room, then they would have been like, cut the power. Now you see what I see, and it's like total darkness. Then, all right, then we would have. Had a was movie.
3: that line even in the movie? Because yes,
2: oh no, I didn't wait, notice no, it, it in wasn't. the movie. It was only in the
3: trailer, wasn't oh, yeah,
2: it? Yeah, that's right. It was. It was not in yeah. the movie, and I was waiting for it too. Yeah,
3: that guy only had like five lines.
2: Yeah, he was like. <sighs> It oh, was a savage beast.
3: It was really good. And like I said, highly intelligent, very tense. Um, to me, it was better than Lights Out.
2: Uh, um, yeah, I could give it that. Although I still did like Lights Out. But um, yeah, it's
3: better than that. The, the only thing I can really say is what it was presented as with the tension through the trailer didn't quite come off. Yeah. In the film, but it was still a very good and a very, very smart horror film. Uh, I, man, like, third act. Yeah. They, they, It was a challenge for me, okay? Because I liked the one kid, alright? I could relate to him. The nerd and kid? I, the nerd kid. Yes. And I wouldn't really call him a nerd, but, you know, no, of hey. The He was a I, papa's I, boy. Yeah, I could relate to him. And, you know, we're, we're supposed to follow the female lead, and she's not really a very good person.
1: Well,
3: and the moment that I thought really that she had got sure. him killed, mm-hmm. I, I kind of turned against her and I actually wanted the guy to win. Oh, and then it got you. a little rapey on us. And I was like, whoa, didn't yeah. see this coming. Don't know if I like this. Don't know if I like this at all. And then it, it, it changed again, and it was really good. The fact that, you know, they, they had that surprise with the kid. And then the fact that they flipped it on his head again. And then just as it's ending, you see that it flipped again with that little surprise. And I got to say, for as much as entering the third act, I did not like that character. The ending, everything comes off. I, I like it. It, it. it worked really, really good. Highly enjoyable. I say you, you should go fucking see it.
1: Hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean, I definitely thought that it's one of those movies where it was, you know, it was very uh, tense, uh, very suspenseful, and it just kept building. And the thing is, it didn't let up really until it was over. And you don't really get movies like that anymore. Because they're just... Kept, no, no. It,
1: it just... Yeah, there really wasn't.
2: shit just kept happening. Holy fuck.
3: Yeah, there really wasn't any let up in this. And that, that's why it kind of reminds me of Green Room is there's not really a whole lot of let up. And yes, there's yes, there smart is. characters making smart decisions and very smart. Film there,
2: there is not a smart character in Green Room. I mean, look at the lead. He got crushed by his car. That's not smart.
3: That was a factory recall that came to his house after it killed him. And that's a dick joke, man.
2: Still not smart. Still too soon. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I'm going to make that joke every fucking week and eventually it won't be too soon. <laughs> got to admit, you got to give me credit for at least finding a way to throw it in there somewhere.
3: <laughs> not yet. Okay, fair enough.
2: <laughs> um... And I gotta say, I know Jane Levy went through a shit ton of stuff on Evil Dead that made her not want to continue playing Mia, you know, for future installments. How much shit do you think she went through on this movie? It's like she is still a glutton for punishment. She still got tortured. She really did.
3: Um... Probably not as much. I mean...
2: Mm. She did. I mean, Jesus, look at that dog that they had after her. He's like, you know, demon dog. That was Jane Levy, by the way? You didn't know that? No, I didn't. I mean, I don't really like, you know, that she's was a blonde instead of the redhead. But yeah, that was Jane Levy. Dude, do you not stay till, like, the end of the credits in movies or what? Because, you know... That one I didn't. Her name was right... At the fucking beginning of the ending credits, it said Jane Levy. How could you not tell that that was her? She looks the same. She sounds the same. The only thing different, like I said, is she was blonde instead of a redhead. I
3: honestly didn't even catch it. Uh, I was actually mildly curious who it was because she somewhat reminded me of the girl uh, in uh, Innkeepers but I knew it wasn't her. <laughs> so, huh.
2: See, so you learn something new every day. Yeah. See, it's a yeah. shame you can't be me. Well, no knowledge whatsoever. Holy shit.
3: Well, Mike, um it, it was it was a nice distraction to discuss that and you know I did enjoy the film and, and it sounds like you really enjoyed it too, but uh Definitely. It, with what you told me, I I feel there there's something I have to do, buddy.
2: What 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 are you talking about? Well, Hey,
3: you remember what I was telling you last week?
2: You know, this water that I'm drinking here, you know, my propels that I leave here, this tastes oddly like they're just weird. There's a weird taste to it. <sighs> it's orange, but it has like a, a a sweet taste to the citrus, and it normally does not have that taste.
3: Yeah, that's because I'm drugging you right now. What? Um, and what I was looking for is actually my syringe. Uh, what? I'm just trying to slow you down a little bit. Uh, you know those Russian sh- steroids that? Yeah. Uh,
1: well,
3: get ready for the trip, buddy, because that eighties me was not me, and I gotta open up your eyes. Uh, Hold it still. Uh, just, there you go. Take it. All. Uh, All right. Uh, All right. Okay. My turn. Oh God, yeah. Alright, well, we're going to be right back, and we're going to be, oh, fuck, man. Whew. That hits you hard and quick. We'll be back.
0: All right,
2: and we're back, and it's Listener's Choice time.
4: We have a very special person with us, Mr. Vincent Paul.
5: Not that special, but that's very nice of you, and uh, I think we have – I think the one thing uh, that the listeners wanted to uh, talk about was how we all now consume our media, considering the VHS stores are no longer – around and yes granted depending on what town you live in there might be that one shop but that's not every single city that's not every single small town and it's something that has definitely changed and of course you go along with technology and it depends on how you look at it i think some people have changed for the better others are still stuck where they just want to you know they just they still want that experience so they're just buying instead of renting they want to collect the media. I think Mike's one of the biggest uh, perpetrators of that, to be completely honest. He's somebody who who will buy blind just to have the media.
2: I do that all the time.
4: But Here's the thing. Since people want to talk about distribution, let's actually understand it a little bit. Let's talk a little bit about where we came from, because to really understand where the fuck we're going, you always got to know where you came from. Let's rewind it back to how film was first put out there to the masses, which was only in fucking cinemas. So if you didn't get off your fat ass and go to the theater, you didn't fucking see the movie. And back then, you didn't fucking talk during the movie, you didn't do shit like that. You went and you enjoyed it because it was an actual event.
5: And the reason there wasn't talking during the movies, uh, Mike brought this up a couple shows back because he said there weren't, uh, black people were not allowed in the theater, and I thought that was a really insensitive racial remark that Mike made. But that wasn't entirely the fact, Mike, because you weren't there. But I don't know if you want to apologize for saying that or not. That's your call. But
2: I thought it was really insensitive. That is very insensitive of me, considering that I'm uh, I'm attracted to the opposite race. So. What are you talking about? There's only one race.
5: race. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, one race.
2: There, there's one
5: race. There's a human race. So you, are you saying people of color are a, are a <laughs> subhuman race? Because that's what you have to mean. Jesus Christ, we're two minutes in. You're, you're making it worse. Well, here's
4: the thing, people. We have to understand that Mike is operating on a less than average IQ level 84.
5: Yeah, it's minus 15. Oh, God. But, yeah, so, and that's not, you're right. Yeah, that's how it was up until, I, be, I believe it was until the early 70s when you started seeing this form of cable, like home box office that we know now as HBO. And that, of course, was not available in every single city. And then slowly right. the video stores play. That's how it was. You didn't, yeah, unless it was Gone with the Wind, which would play in a lot of theaters as time went on because it was a classic. Right. And, there weren't a and lot that's of, films. One of
4: things. Were really back in the days. The theater was the life of a movie. You went and you saw it there, and they would play for a real long fucking time. And past the theater, we had basic channels: NBC, ABC, bullshit like that. And occasionally, you'd get a movie there. And, and as Ben said, cable came along, and with cable came another form of theater: the drive-in. And the drive-in gave birth to a lot of.
5: Uh, it gave a lot of birth to kids movies. too. If you want to go down that lane, yeah, that's different. It's the most obvious one. Did you say gave a lot of birth to tits?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's what
5: I said. Mike gave a lot of birth to tits. Why don't you go in your white premise group. Let the professionals talk about this. Give people an education. <laughs> I can't believe a guy with so much disability could hate just people that look different from him. Amazing. So keep making that noise. That will get over. Nope. <laughs> so,
4: Mike just have a baby, roof. We all know that you love it soft. There you go. All right. <laughs> so there was a drive-in, and then there popped up a whole bunch of little fucking theaters. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> well, the try. art house ones, the ones that showed the pornos in the films that the average people or <laughs> the good people didn't go to see. And then... Then came home movie release. We had the Betamax Wars with VHS.
5: And, and this the... Is, I'm sorry. Uh, I was going to say that the Betamax was, of course, officially that was just like HD... I'm jumping ahead, but it's like the HD DVD was the better quality right. and better overall, but it was all about... Uh, we. Uh, I know it won in. <laughs> why VHS won, but... Porn. Uh, exactly. Just like why Blu-ray won as well recently was porn.
2: Right. Why well, do you have HD DVD porn?
5: There just wasn't a lot of it made and it had to go to Blu-ray. It's all about how to get the content. Who's And then, of course, other studios also decided. I believe Disney was also a big factor as well when it came to Blu-ray. But, yeah, going back, the VHS Vita War was a huge thing, and price really factored into that.
4: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, as much as we cherished the VHS in the era thereof, the superior product was actually the Betamax.
5: It was just a lot more expensive during a time where, uh, where yeah, just like today, it mattered. And especially when something's new, nobody knew what was better or what was not, you know, going into the story. Yes, the salesman's going to tell you. But it came down, I think, what I read in articles. Uh, there was a Time magazine piece. This is going back, I want to say, 84, 85. I can find online about the sales of Betamax dwindling was the titles. Some titles were not available. Let's use the example of Jaws from Universal Studios. Universal didn't put out a lot of stuff on Betamax. So they were shifting. They knew where to go. And that's and of course content always went out of where you what you were going to purchase and why you're going to go with it.
4: Right. And back then price, as you said, was a big factor. VHS won out and as soon as things started to sway that way, of course, all the content went to VHS, completely killing Betamax.
5: And plus, Which VHS was so much cheaper. That was another huge thing. And I could be wrong on this, unless the facts were not facts and were just opinions. But I there was something with... Um, harder to record on, like, your TV shows on Betamax. They didn't make it as easy as you would on a VHS player where you could record live TV. Huge thing in the 80s. Oh, that
4: yeah, was, I mean... That was a TVR. Oh, yeah. If you were a kid in the 80s, if you were alive in the 80s, you remember pulling out a blank tape and recording whatever the hell it was, whether it was a movie of the week or, you know... The, the fucking late-night porno.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. The, um... Even... You know what? I used to record the, uh... scrambled pornos. Like, yeah, I used to record anyone. the Spice Channel, Scrambled. Of course, you have
5: horrible eyesight. It probably came in perfect for you. Well, yeah. no, it didn't, but I would look at it and be like, oh,
2: look. It's a nipple. That's perfect. Now, now, wait. Maybe I can see the vagina. And then I look, and I'm like, hmm, that, looks, that squiggle looks like a, v- a vagina.
5: Hmm.
2: Oh, so that's, that's what they mean by the lips down there. I get it now. See?
4: And then past Mike's reminiscing and probably starting to rub one out, how many of us actually remember sitting back and having the fucking remote and fucking stopping and starting the recording during commercials? That was a key fun. thing
5: you, ha- you really had to know you always had to time it out perfectly of once you I remembered once the local ad played that five10 second uh, news teaser of uh, news at 11 then you know okay get ready to hit record because the movie's going to come back on or the TV show is coming back on that was your cue
2: they always or, gave that subtle cue yeah or you could just hit boss. Um, you know, pause and then pause again. Oh, instead yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All together. Because that, uh, you know. So that was
4: your
5: trick? Uh, yeah. He was just too blind to see the stop button. <laughs> oh, That's all oh. that was, was lucky accident. <laughs> kind of like Mike's birth.
4: Yeah. Well, I don't know about lucky.
5: Yeah. We know about the accident part. <laughs> It's always good when the doctor comes in to deliver you with six quarts of fucking Michelob in his system. Ah. Michelob light. Or All was- right, it's a question mark.
4: So, Mike, you were delivered by Tom Atkins from Halloween 3?
2: Ah. Well, no, he did Miller, not Michelob. Eh, yeah. cheap beer, whatever.
5: And Mike's mom tried to come on to him, but he said he was gay.
2: Yeah. Wow. Oh. If my mom tried to come on to anybody, they'd say they were gay. So
5: Nobody ever tried to come on to your mom? Those figures are not even live the way.
2: Probably not, no. That's Jesus way. Christ. It's he, for just, revenge.
5: he just takes it like the gimp that he is. He just, he just threw horrible insults. Like, yeah, probably true.
2: Yep, That's on, there's only one way to take it, and it's that way.
5: Yeah, or good and hard like your mom does. Yes. Yeah, yeah so unless hard. he. Needs gravy down her throat, then yes, absolutely. Uh,
2: yes, my, oh, I, can't, I don't like gravy at all. She was,
5: only, she was the only person to be happy to get a prosthetic leg so she could hide fun-sized Snickers in there.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, it is like a rocket launcher. So, uh, But yeah, getting then, back... Yeah, past
4: <laughs> VHS, we then had the DVD VHS Wars, which we all know DVD won out. You have to quickly.
5: slip in. Sorry, John, but you got to slip in. It's a big thing. Um, the LaserDisc, which was in the 90s, in right. early 90s. And that was, that, again, could have been, that could have worked, and there's a lot of factors on why it didn't. I believe the price is the biggest thing in the players, because the size of those, it was the size of a vinyl. Right, right but it held a lot of features I have, but it's unfortunate. I have the laser disc. I just don't have a LaserDisc player. I have Halloween two on LaserDisc that I purchased two years back. It's just near mint condition, but it's more of a collector's item, but all the features on there is like, they didn't put this on the first stupid good times DVD release, but this was here, you know, 10 years before that came out. And it was such great right. media. It was just, again, not enough people, Willing to take the risk, and again, not enough content—big thing.
4: I think the problem with the laserdisc was the the technology wasn't quite refined enough, and it was still so expensive to produce it that they just didn't have an ability to mass market it. Enough people just weren't willing to take the chance on such an expensive purchase.
5: That's also a good see the point. Take enough advantage. That along with, it would be the equivalent of putting out a Blu-ray player, something the capacity, what Blu-ray is today, 1080p, when you still had two TVs that were at most going up to 480p. So you weren't getting the true advantage of it. And the TVs back then, if you wanted that full setup, you're spending over $5,000 to get what yeah. that should be accompanied with. You can't put regular fuel in a Lamborghini. Just like you can't hook up a Blu-ray player, a 7.1 surround sound, and you got a 32-inch 720p TV. It's not going to do it. It's, it's a waste of money. It's a horrible yeah. system.
1: Yeah.
4: But then they did refine it. We got Blu-ray. And Blu-ray, Blu-ray won out. But we find ourselves in kind of an odd situation right now. Because we have Blu-ray, and it's still pretty damn popular. We have the new 4K Blu-rays,
5: Ugh.
4: and we also have digital.
5: And why, I'm sorry, Mike, but why is that a UGG with 4K? Eh, it's not necessary. Look, I, I completely have, disagree. Yeah, I have the luxury of I have an 80-inch 4K. That was a gift from work. And I have Texas Chainsaw Massacre 4K. It's the only – well, that and the new Star Wars picked up because it 4K. And so how I – why I saw the difference was put the 4K player up into – you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre looked magnificent. Put the same player to my 60-inch Sony 1080p. You know, it has all the nice features. And, yeah, you can see the difference. You can see a huge difference. The, plus, also how that was remastered was brilliant, just like with new upcoming Phantasm. I have high hopes for it, because that color scheme is really going to pop. And, it's yeah, I think this time they got it right with 4K, where they pushed and rushed 3D, and it just never took. There wasn't enough to it. When ESPN couldn't get 3D over with sports fans, that's when you knew it was done. But 4K is the reason that's going to win out, and we'll not jump too much off topic. But it's going to win out because of remastered movies, but most importantly, gaming. Gaming is what's going to keep 4K around for a very long time, and it's not a bad thing. Once you get the right setup, trust me, you'll you'll think of it. You'll look at Blu-rays like DVDs, and you'll look at DVDs like VHS. That's how good it is.
4: Yeah, and that's Uh, actually what I've been telling you, Mike, for a while. Is what, two years ago, you were pestering me that I needed to make the the Blu ray jump. And my whole opinion back then was that it was uh, uh, pretty much a stupid move because everything's going digital. There's no reason to invest in this venture. Just wait. And I did make the move because, you know, whatever. And there's a noticeable difference, and that's what you were saying all along. But what you have to realize, Mike, is there's a noticeable difference with the 4K Blu-rays compared to a Blu-ray. It's the same thing as DVD to Blu-ray, just as Vince said.
5: That whole reason
4: for upgrading is there for the quality across the board. Exactly,
5: and it also goes into the setup as well. You can't just use your old HDMI cables into 4K and go, ah, it doesn't look good. It's You have to do the, the right things to have that full experience. And, of course, you have to love movies. I'm a Halloween mark. It I know, and I've said this for the past five years, and it's also what I do for a living. I have to project, and I know I'm going to be right. So in 2018, when Trankus releases the Halloween box set once again with all of them, in 4K. They will, they will not we're they will and we're going to not happening guys like me are going to buy it well, i how, have the box like, how, set how much, now how, yeah and there there was a vhs box set there was a dvd box set and wasn't there well, a no, blu-ray there Ray box a dvd box set was only in the UK
2: because Still, studio it, i it mean counts. You know, well eh. Not, not really. No. Because,
5: so you know, no, it, 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 yeah, it does. There's uh-huh. other people that live in other countries, and they don't want to accept that because they're not, you know, all white. But <laughs> uh-huh. you know, different people, different backgrounds. Yeah. But well, it, that's what they're going to do because it makes business sense.
2: Business sense. Well, um, I won't be buying a 4K um, thing because I mean, it just goes to show. I, I, Microsoft. Yeah, but Microsoft doesn't have enough faith in it because, as we saw before, they're not including a 4K, or not not Microsoft. I'm sorry, Sony. They're oh. not including a 4K Blu-ray player in the updated PS4. now that makes no sense. You can play 4K video games, but you can't watch a 4K Blu-ray. That's well, most
4: likely, Mike. Then is because they're saving that for the ps5 because then that is a driving force behind that system
2: they're not going to make a ps5 they're going to make a ps4k no they won't because
4: they will make a ps5
5: yeah there will be a ps5 because when scorpio comes out next year for xbox which will be a huge smash i I don't even know what scorpio is uh, It's been a project ongoing since 2011. Public wants to say 2013. It's truly been 2011 to get all the parts right and that is going to be a huge hit and that is going to have everything on it. The Xbox One S is kind of your in-between for those people who didn't get the Xbox One. Okay, here's an Xbox One S and now we did more to it. But when the Scorpio version comes out, it will have everything and plus to me, go on and talk about media. The reason I use Xbox, and not because, again, it was free, it was. It made, I had a PS4 very briefly, and I traded it in. I mean, I lost money on it. Spent 350 bucks to go, yeah, it's not for me. But if you want to watch media content, if you want to stream, I still think Xbox One is the way to go because it's made for it. I can play a game and also watch TV in the corner of my screen if I choose. And that's something you can't do on a PlayStation 4. And I use most, uh, really, my video game console is mostly for streaming my media and occasionally playing video games. And that's what I like about the Xbox One. Uh, won't play, you got to get around it, but it won't play burned uh, D- DVDs or Blu-rays out of the box. Right. But there's a, there is a way around it, which is very legal. So.
2: It's, it's, are you sure it's
5: legal? Yeah, because there's an application you could put on there to do that. Because burning a Blu-ray does not make anything illegal. I could, I own the Blu-ray. If I want to make a copy of it back up because somebody wants to borrow it, but I'm not giving them my copy, it's perfectly uh. legal. But I just go around the other way by burning the Blu-ray onto my desktop and then streaming it from my desktop to my Xbox One to have all my digital media right there ready to go stream when I want it. Again, that is an advantage – that the video store didn't have because of this very simple thing. Let's think when you're sick, you have the flu, you want to watch a movie, you're not going to run out to the video store as much as you want to, but you can, I've done it. Yeah. But you're not going to be running. You're going to be hobbling along, slowing up everybody's time and getting people sick, but you can, from your bed, press a button and stream what you want to watch through, whether it's Hulu, Netflix, whatever you want, Amazon Prime. You know what I did the other day? And, John, you'll probably think I'm an idiot for doing this. This is a couple months ago. I'm laying in bed. I couldn't – I was so lazy. It was 11 at night. I wanted to watch Jaws again Uh, or Jaws 2. So I know I have my copy somewhere. I didn't feel like getting up to look for it. So for $3.99 from my bed, I – bought it. I rented you it. You jackass. It, yeah, because I, for four bucks, I could be lazy and go, I'm just now going to stream it from at the time I'm using an Android device. I'm just going to stream it to my Google Play, uh, to the Chromecast on my TV, and I did. That's what I was they lazy. want you to do. But yeah, I have the luxury. I could, do, I could, yeah, I could spare four bucks, okay? Yeah, but that's what but, they want you to do. They but, want you to do that. It doesn't. Uh, well, I did it. It doesn't matter because I was happy, and that is something that yes. As much as we love to go in a video store, look at the back of the box cover, it was great. We didn't have a smartphone to look up what it was. We just bought it. We rented it because, well, that's what the cover looks really cool. But to have that ability to go, ah, hey, you know what? I don't feel like getting up right now. I'm just gonna rent it. I don't care. I'll go on Vudu. I'll look it up. I'll rent it. They got my credit card information. Boom. I don't have to move. That's a nice thing, but also owning the physical media, having your library, and that's something that I think more Generation Xers and above will appreciate than, let's say, Millennials, because it's a different generation. They weren't really brought up on that so much, that collecting and showing off, if you will, was such yeah. a big deal. To show off to your friends, yes, well, I, I, they're all in order, they're all alphabetical. You know, <laughs> I have a cousin like that with, with Nintendo games. It, it looks like GameStop. Or, or really go back more to game galleries, which are huge in Philly. It, 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 it's impressive, and I appreciate it, going, well, I know what that took to collect all those. But that's a good thing to me. That's, to me, that's progress. Yes, you, you take, you give and take. But do you want to do a quick, if we can, if it's quick? I don't know, but what are the pros and cons from the video store versus our new way we, we're getting media content delivered to us?
4: That's actually what, what, what you, I wanted bro, to do. I, I wanted to talk about that. because Perfect. A, let's go. A lot of people, and myself included, hold the video store in high regard because, honestly, it's nostalgia. It's how we were brought up. It's what we did. That was where we got our entertainment, and that just became part of our life. We went to the video store. Yep. We walked to our beloved sections. We looked at the rows of tapes, at the, the cover art, which was a selling point back then. We talked about that. And you picked down what you wanted from there. I mean, if you were really ambitious, you'd flip the back over and actually read it. But not a lot of people fucking did that. And we have that now with fucking Redbox, if you still had those around in your area, or with which... fucking Netflix.
5: You have the pictures. And the reason for guys like us in the same age group, um, the reason we do hold that uh, in high regard is because that's where we got our memories of movies, especially horror. So in some ways, the video store is kind of like the cool relative who let you have a sip of his beer when you're eight or nine. I had one when I was a family member. That's the coolest uncle. You had, you had a lot in the womb, trust me. <laughs> I had cigarettes in is, the womb. You oh. were good. Yeah, Go blame them for the mistakes. But, but that's why it's a sacred place in our hearts. It's where we discovered what our favorite movies are still to this day was from a video store where you walked in and pretty much pick out whatever you wanted... Depending on how cool your parents were. My dad didn't give a shit. He knew, I you was know, smart enough to know what's fantasy and what's not, you know. I was running Lethal Weapon when I was six. Okay, so I, a, I, a I mean, it turned out pretty decent. A good for people,
4: a real good comparison is, is your first love, you know, the first time you got laid. Most of the people will think back upon that positively because it's a positive experience and will reminisce about that in a positive way. And that, for Cinephiles, is the same for the video stores, where we discovered this love and passion. Right. I think that's what you're getting at, Vince.
5: Yeah, that's what it is. And it's – what was – the great part of it was it was the mystery uh, when you were younger of just – especially, let's go more for horror than anything else – because they always seem to have the most creative box covers, uh, but one of the negatives were, I don't have to worry about late fees ever again. Because if you rent something digitally, you got twenty four hours, or forty eight, or seventy two, depending on the company, it'll go away. Uh, what I hate about Redbox, I don't know if anybody, uh, do you guys use Redbox?
2: I have on uh, occasion.
5: Okay, let me very, tell you every it's the worst experience. I've never used it, but everyone I walk past, it's all, it's the same like it's as if Redbox hires them. It's the same fat mom with her three ugly kids running a mess and there's the poor guy behind her just going just make a goddamn selection. Like the guy knows what he wants. And it's always the same ugly mother and her three stupid kids. Every single every single one. Go out right now to a Redbox. That's what you're going to say. If they tried to take the video store experience. Oh, let's cramp it into one thing, but we're going to keep the same assholes that used to go to the video store, just the worst ones, and we're going to just make sure they know where the red boxes are. That's what it is.
4: Well, it's because they put them in the worst places. They're at the fucking grocery stores. They're at the fucking drug stores. They're at fucking places like that.
5: And especially so, the uh, Walmart. The Walmart's probably... The and I don't know how half those people have a credit card. Well, I guess they accept debit. And then again, I don't know how those people have a bank account. And, no, by, those people, yeah, and by those I don't people, debit. by those people, I'm talking about white trash. Oh. yeah, Mike. How do you Just, have a debit card?
2: I don't know. I, I have. have a I have a card for whatever reason. A debit card.
5: Yeah, Mike uses his disability money
2: yeah. to uh, to yeah. waste
5: it on on, on
2: Blu-rays. Well, yeah, yeah, that's only when it's, you know, good stuff, which is all the fun. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it doesn't
5: matter. I'm an addict. It doesn't matter, you know, the roof's caving in, but, nah, I'm going to spend that money on uh, on some Blu-rays and they're going to watch because somebody said, hey, I wanted a copy of this. Don't worry, I'll get it and mail it <laughs> to you, spend more money,
2: and then wonder why I don't have any money. I have started watching stuff recently. Like, the other day, I watched, them. Um, I started watching, um, that Keanu movie with Key and Peele. I gotta tell you you, know, they're
5: funny gentlemen. I enjoy them. Yeah, why don't you say what you really said to us when we weren't recording, that ugly <laughs> word you kept using. I'm like, you know, you should watch, um, it's called Loaded Gun. Just stare on a barrel of it. Really mm-hmm. entertaining. I think you'll like it. Interesting. Especially, Especially the one with a toe trigger, because I know your hands uh, tremble a little bit. Just so you get the full effect. Is all I'm saying. You mean I
2: could put like my big toe in the little loop for the trigger? That's and so- just-
5: oh, wow. absolutely! R- really great ending to it. Everybody walks away happy.
2: Yes, I think for the last
5: episode of it. this
2: show, that's what I'll do.
5: It's probably the highest rated. That's the one you need to record. Uh, the, the, I think. Well, actually, well, for somebody who is unapologetic about video stores would be Mike in that sense. Mike, you have to have a negative about what was the negative effect going to a video store for you. There had to be one. Hmm.
2: Um, well, I would go there, and they wouldn't necessarily have what I wanted.
4: Exactly, a limited um, selection.
2: Yes. And, and well, that was especially true with the, with the mom-and-pop stores, that kind of ended when Blockbuster came into play because Blockbuster had, you know, more copies of everything, whereas, like, mom-and-pop stores would only have, like, two or three copies. Because they were so mean, expensive.
4: Let's, let's, yeah, let's, let's think about that. When fucking Jurassic Park comes out and you want to go rent Jurassic Park, but you're late I to the store, that. every fucking copy is rented.
2: Right. But I bought Jurassic Park. I was was
4: in the middle.
5: It's twenty bucks, and I think out of the three of us, I probably had the best experience growing up for a video store because I grew up in Northeast Philly, and I was in walking distance of at one point four video stores. But at the bulk of my time there, since I was uh, moved when I was thirteen, I had three different video stores. Within a full six square block radius that I could go to, one was a Blockbuster, the second was a Far More, which had the greatest prices. Every, it didn't matter if it was new or old; it was a, it was a dollar, and video games were a dollar fifty. And then I had, and this is more of a East Coast thing, even though the name it started in Philly, uh, West Coast Video, was the third one, and uh, I figured I could use this knowledge. About which ties into why the mom-and-pop stores were getting closed down. Uh, A couple months ago, in my day job, we got to work with one of the founders of West Coast Video for a project. And this guy was with it from start to finish. Really brilliant guy. So West Coast Video was not really a true... They were getting killed by Blockbuster. So what he told me about was these mom-and-pop stores... When, let's say, we'll use the example, Jurassic Park uh, probably came in the rental, what, 1994? Because it came out in
4: 93, yeah, I believe.
5: So when the small one-store chain wanted to buy a copy of Jurassic Park, they still had to pay about 40 bucks. Where Blockbuster, had they could pay, because they're buying in bulk, was around 5 to $10. Uh, they were also getting killed with video games. Uh, And of course, there was a whole thing with Nintendo wouldn't no longer try to rent to they be on a waiting list for Blockbuster because they saw they were just getting their profits getting killed. But that's how the true that's how why those local small business video stores were dying because Blockbuster was able to buy in bulk. They had the capital, and (laughs) the only reason those mom and pop stores stayed along was video game sales. Uh, most likely, I'm just going to venture a guess, a horror movie, it's hard to find sci-fi. And if they had it, adult entertainment. Those are your reasons. And this was a really cool thing. Um, West Coast Video, in the 90s, mid-90s, it didn't quite take off. It did pretty well in Canada locations. But in 1996, they started the service where this is online. You could place a video order, and it would be delivered to your house for a very small fee. And then they were trying to set up in 1998. It never took off and never really saw the light of day. But they were going to do what Netflix is today. They were going to try to have a digital service. Just the technology was not there. So it's amazing to think a company like West Coast Video at one point had over 500 stores nationwide, was so ahead of the curve. They just didn't have the money. But to think of that, did any did any of you guys ever see that or ever have that experience where you could actually have videos delivered to your house? Because it never happened to me.
4: No, absolutely not. That's a fucking amazing thing. I'm surprised that did not take off.
5: It just wasn't. Uh, what he told me was it just money wise, it wouldn't have worked. And they tried to partner with Domino's. They tried, and it's this wasn't happening Where hey pizza in a movie and we deliver and it just, you know, guess both sides could not come to terms. Would have been a hell of an idea in 1996. That would have been groundbreaking. That would have been your dinner in a movie. Mm -hmm. And, but yeah, now again we have sit on a couch, sit on a recliner, sit in bed, press a button. Here's what you have. Or have it delivered through the mail. Just return it. And of course with I don't think it's been a while since I've rented DVDs, Blu-rays through Netflix. The last I remember and I stopped, Netflix had no quality control. You'd get back a scratched-up disc. If you had that at a Blockbuster or whatever video store you want to, at least they could take care of it on the spot. You could look at it, or you could return it immediately and say, look, it's not playing. It's scratching. They would take care of it. Yeah. Right. We don't have that anymore. So that's, that's the disconnect when it comes to the physical media, not the – digital media.
2: And speaking of this, I just looked this up. Um, This is like um, theatrical and VHS release windows. I I love this with how primitive it was back in the day. Now, Jurassic Park was released in theaters on June 10th, 1993. It did not hit VHS until October 4th, 1994. 1994. But that was, was over that? a year later.
5: i, I got to make a Halloween reference, because not only, only am I doing the, the streak thing. Yeah, I want to make the Halloween reference, because not only am I keeping the streak alive for accurate on, on net. That's right, it's a cheap plug, Mike. Um, but I want to reference a Halloween, no matter any time I talk to a microphone for a podcast. I And I know you did, too. But I enjoyed waiting to... Rewatch Halloween Six when it came out on VHS. It was you know a year, I did. but that was a great. It, or just to know, I remember when Halloween Four came out, and I want to say it was the summer. It felt like it was the summer of nineteen eighty-nine or early fall. But I remember seeing it go. Oh my god! I didn't know it was coming out this soon. You know, it was a year, but I I wasn't. That's what I you know, I wasn't used to it. But that excitement was great to have. And yes, we had the luxury. You go on Twitter or you just go on Blu-ray.com or whatever. You can find out when the street date's going to come. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when the movie's released, a weekend, oh they, they, they will tell you when it's going to come out on video. Halloween 4
2: was released in theaters on October 21st, 88, I remember, because I was there that night. And it was released on VHS in May of eighty nine. Okay, yeah, so it was a summer, or it felt like, I know,
5: I remember it was at, a, at the then wall-to-wall sound, and I remember renting that. I was like, I have to, uh, please, I want this. And that was such a, I love that feeling, that, that was a short release. That was yeah. under a year, because it was usually a year to a year and a half. And then to think, you go back, there was such a long wait at times when the cable company, or not, so much the cable the cable companies themselves like they are now, but when you had HBO against Showtime, uh, who would get what first, and they were paying money to get these titles so they could play it first to get more subscribers. And sometimes if a movie came out in theaters, it would then come on cable two years was huge. That was really quick. Yeah.
2: Five well, years they, they did that with Ghostbusters. HBO, um, you know, the original Ghostbusters was out in the summer of 84, but um, Christmas of 84, HBO showed Ghostbusters as like a special. Like around Christmas of 84.
5: HBO was was always ahead of that, in my opinion, uh, because I remember the Halloweens that I have taped, which are Halloween 4, I, I still have that on tape from HBO. And it was the premiere. And that was, I think it's September 88 or October 88, it premiered on HBO. And I still remember the uh, the the voiceover for it. Can't keep a good man down. Michael Myers returns in Halloween four, The Revenge of Michael Myers. Or the return of Michael Myers. That's I right. I just remember the, the I just remember the Can't Keep a Good Man Down. <laughs> I was like, well, Shouldn't they talk about Loomis? Shouldn't they show his... I always thought that, like, a connection as a kid. Like, shouldn't that be Loomis? He's he's a good man. But it's a guy now, Michael.
2: You could could throw in the Loomis there where he says, you know, it wasn't a man or it isn't a man. And that's Loomis.
5: It's the same thing I said to you every time you disrope.
4: But either way, gentlemen, about the past, yes, the, the distribution dates were stretched out, and the anticipation was very good. But let's focus on the future now because we've already said that most likely digital is where it's at. 4K is going to take over, but eventually that is going to give way to completely digital. But where does it go from there?
5: The one big thing what I still predict and It's something that, and I don't want to see this happen because too many people are going to lose their jobs. The studio, a very long time ago, figured out a way to put this in people's homes. And you pay by credit card. You can pay with a membership. The day of the movie theaters might be dead. There there could be a day. I still see that happening. I see that happening by 2022. Where you'll start slowly seeing the chain movie theaters close down. You'll have theaters such as, uh, which are very up and coming and really great if you have one in your area called Movie Tavern, where it's the combination of Applebee's with better food and cinema. And they play a lot of retro classics. And they have a breakfast and a movie on Sundays. It's a really great experience. Those will last. But the... AMCs, the Regals, I I foresee them slowly closing because they've never truly made those huge profits because the studios have them by the throat. That's where I see it going. I see it going where if they could figure out how to price it correctly, if they could give a need where, well, if we charge $30 for you know one, one show showing, they had 24 hours, uh um, we will do it because if the consumer thinks, well, we usually pay 40 to $45 to see, you know, me and my wife, we pay 40 to $45 to see a movie, and we're saving 15 bucks. They can do it. What's the only reason it's taken such a long time is for uh, uh, piracy issues and how people can now steal the content, uh, and that's, that's the reason why I feel it's taken so long. But that's where I see it going. I see it going directly into the homes. TVs are now getting bigger. They're getting more superior and cheaper in price. So that's where it's going to. That's what I see it anyway.
2: Mike, what's your prediction? Um, I think I'll be dead before um, the digital media takes over the world. Um, I do agree with Vince to the God, fact that... I hope that it happens not. tomorrow. Yes, I do too. Um. But um, I do feel that the theaters will close because, honestly, I don't see a point in really going to the movies anymore. Especially because the window between theatrical and home video release is so limited, so small, that there really is no – I mean, like, uh, there's, like, in some cases, a two-month window nowadays. And it's like what's the point in going and, and paying like uh, ten dollars or 20 dollars for well yeah like 20 bucks for two tickets plus you have popcorn and whatever else when the blu ray will be out two months three months down the road and if you want to own it you can buy it for sometimes under 20 bucks the first week it comes out so and there's the no other point. Uh, And the other
5: thing real quick, I just want to add uh, before you go, John, on yours, is, again, we go to the generational thing. Uh, There's things I can't appreciate that a 65-year-old can, uh, because I didn't grow up with it. Uh, When younger kids, and I say kids, six, seven years old, they're watching a movie on a seven or 10-inch tablet uh, for the very first time. Their experience, that's their memory. So as they got older, what's a a big screen to them? What's the experience of going to a movie theater? Because they had a tablet already in their hand given to them by their parents. Here, watch this. So that fight for these theaters, keep up. No, it's not. They don't they're not going to want it. It just goes into, I don't want to get on a tangent, but there's a reason why home sales are down, rentals are down. They're still living with their parents a lot later and they can say, yeah, it's money, but it's a different way. It's a different way of growing up. And if you're, we were all introduced to a movie theater. I still remember the memories of seeing back to the future. I was, I was was barely a cunt hair over five. Okay. And I still remember that. I still remember that feeling. Same with Ghostbusters too. I, remember I have all these feelings, the Halloween 4. I remember that in the theater. That was special as a kid. So I always have an instinct. Theater means something. It won't mean anything when you're 10 and you're watching everything through something that you're holding. So what, what difference does it mean to them if a theater is in business or not? as long as they get it when they want it. So that's just what I feel.
4: And to, to really just further your point, I, I agree. I see large chains completely closing down. And it's going to be more of an art house, a special event kind of thing, where it's not just going to be a theater. It's going to be a bar. It's going to be something along those lines.
5: Absolutely
4: generationally, it has changed. Before, you would go and you would experience a film socially. You would experience it in a theater full of people, and that helped create the experience. Now, our society is so selfish, and I don't mean that in a negative light, but it's so, I want this, and I want it now, and it's so based around you that the, the social aspect of that is gone we want Netflix, so we'll watch it now. I don't have to, you know, sit with my parents and watch whatever's on TV with them. Or, I mean, e- even walking around town, you'll, you'll see nerd herds playing Pokemon Go and shit like that. The social interaction of, of uh, content has changed completely.
5: And, and here's the big... Are...
4: Go ahead. I'm
5: sorry. Oh, no, I was just... I was, and this is one example I'm 34. I remember, you know, and I still do it, just not as much, so I'm actually being faithful now. Um, you had to, when I grew up, you had to talk your way into pussy. Okay, I'm just going to be blunt about this. You had to talk your way into pussy. You had to work for it. Now what do you do? You go on t- Tinder. Ah, okay, show me your tits. Okay, here's my dick. Instant, you meet up that night, at least for me. But there was something special about working for it, not having to be. There's it meant a little bit more. Like winning the Super Bowl, you put the work in, you got it. But everything's instant. And yes, trust me, I'm not complaining about sex being that instantaneous and that easy. It's nice, but again, generational. What are you used to? Look how things are different now. Not good or bad. And plus, I don't want that instant sex to change either. You know, I'm just I'm on the fence with it. Is what I'm saying picking a side
4: and you know the theater chains are, are stuck desperately trying to catch up You know they're, they're trying 3D they're trying shaking seats they're, they're trying fucking service to your seat they're, they're even now trying extra screens on the sides during action moments that will give you a periphery to further engage you into the movie and none of it's going to work, they're going to close Now, the future eventually will be digital. Digital will completely win out. However, I I want to take it one step past that. I actually believe that it's going to even evolve past that. I, I think things like we have right now with the Oculus Rift is the future. I think that is the technology that will really be the way that we enjoy content and films and stuff like that in the future. I mean, if you look right now, they're even creating the things to just kind of put out there as promotional for like The Conjuring 2 and shit like that that, that really immerse you in the film. And that to me is the future.
5: And I could tell you again why it goes back again to why VHS DVD. And if anybody thinks I'm a pervert, yes, I'm definitely a pervert. Okay. Naughty America two years ago invested a lot of money in virtual reality because they knew that was the way to get actually get people to pay a membership for porn where everybody's getting it for free. I like POV porns though; they're awesome. But they're doing virtual reality and it's working. It's actually creating them a lot of money. Again, adult entertainment is going to dictate how the media is going to be done because if they're on, everybody else is going to be on. They know where, they follow the money; they know where it goes. And yeah, I agree the this, virtual reality is going to be the big thing.
4: Yeah, and that's exactly why I wanted to discuss the past because it does always say where the future goes. Now, the adult industry backed VHS. The adult industry backed DVD. The adult industry backed Blu-ray. All of those one. The adult industry is backing virtual reality virtual reality will eventually be your TV. I'm sure there'll still be a central hub, but, you know, you'll be able to throw on your Oculus Rift or whatever the fuck it's called at that point in time and go to Netflix and then enjoy an immersive, you know, fucking season of your favorite show or, you know, The Blair Witch or whatever the fuck it is.
2: Hold on. So you're saying I can go into... Like Leave It to Beaver or Father Knows Best? No, they won't. They're only going to create content for shows that people watch and that are still alive
5: to enjoy it. Yeah, but I'm still alive to enjoy those shows. I enjoy them every day. Yeah, they're they're not but, going after a guy who's off the government tit. Um, <laughs> and they're not going to make enough money from you. Uh, but
4: but let's look at it this way, Mike. They remastered Texas Chainsaw Massacre into 4K, right?
5: Yeah.
4: So imagine when Texas Chainsaw Massacre comes out as a virtual world where you get to be the camera. Virtual world. Where you weather. get to be in the film watching the events play out before you.
2: Well, I'll be in Texas Chainsaw Massacre too.
5: No, you would definitely be the first one. You, your name would be Franklin.
4: Oh, yeah. Geez.
2: Christ, do I have to be Franklin again?
4: You're it's always a Franklin. choice.
2: Yeah. Ah, uh, that's disappointing. I don't know. Genetics
4: like decided that for you.
2: I wanted Franklin to die. I was hoping that he would die. Everyone he wanted Franklin out. to die. He was an annoying he, fucking gimpy. He really was one of the most
5: annoying characters in all of our history, by far. Uh, him and Tina, that's a very, uh, that's a good debate which one was the most annoying
2: except Wait, Franklin. You mean had, Tina uh, from Friday 7
5: no T- Tina from Halloween uh, part 5
2: oh that one yeah
5: yeah uh, except Franklin had a much more enjoyable death where I think the audience Friday yeah. oh, thank god he's dead yeah. but the dead weight <laughs> but yeah. i think no matter what as long as people buy that's what and that's why this whole this thing with the studios bitching and the, the, the piracy and they're still in and duh, duh, duh. The, the same, the same studios who used to not pay, uh, pay about 90% less to, to, uh, to actors, actresses who were from, you know, different skin color. There mm-hmm. are bitching about, you know, we're, we're losing money and they're not losing money. So with digital, uh, yeah, a lot of things have been digital and, Piracy is not making a true dent. The only time that's making a true dent is to the independent filmmakers. Um, to and that's why guys like, ah, um, oh, I feel like a real ass. I can't believe I'm blanking on his name. Um, director of Hatchet, Frozen. Adam Green. Adam Green. Adam Green. Yes. Um, like guys like that. Yeah. Don't look. If you're gonna, if you're gonna go down that route and pirate a movie. Leave guys like that out of it. Rent his movie. If you're not confident paying 1499 for it digitally, find it on sale for two ninety nine. Rent it. Like that's the shit. I'm not saying for people to go out and steal movies, but Jesus Christ. You're Stealing five bucks from a billionaire. They're not gonna feel it. And the reason people steal money, and this goes into the whole or steal movies this goes into the, the dangers that they would say about media, you know, streaming media, and how it could be stolen. Uh, because customers, just like Napster, they were sick and tired of getting ripped off. They bought a CD for fourteen ninety nine, sixteen ninety nine, and it was only one song that was good. They buy a movie and go, Jesus Christ, I got ripped off. This thing stinks. I wasted $20. That's why people... We're doing it. And that's why they are still doing it. It's easy. Pe- the customer feels like they're being ripped off. My opinion, just be a little bit smarter. If you haven't seen it, rent the goddamn thing. If you have a friend, you know, like not everybody has a Michael J who owns everything. Go, Mike, can I just borrow this? I just want to watch. Okay, we, not everybody has that luxury anymore. But Christ, man, that's that's why, that's why what that comes down to with the whole uh, why they were so scared for a long time to start doing the streaming stuff and have that digital content. But people were able to rip movies off of VHS. We just needed to. We all knew the trick. Just like a cassette recorder on the radio. That's how I used to you know, get my favorite songs. It's not that hard, but... It also doesn't mean, even though they can Hollywood can bitch and complain about it and cry and say, you know, we're the victim, they're not getting rid of it either. They're going to keep it around.
4: So. And part of the reason that I think that the virtual reality aspect of it is the future is it's going to be so much harder to actually pirate that, to steal that
0: experience.
5: So. It's something you've got to make people want to pay for. it. just like 3D. Yes, I'm sure you can go on and find uh, people have ripped uh, the virtual reality experience already, and you upload it to your phone. Say you have a Samsung, they have the virtual reality headset, and you can watch it there. But it's just safer if you're if you're really want something, invest the money if you can afford it. It's so like I pay for my porn, okay? Because I there's things from 2005 I want to download I didn't know about. Well, let me get that scene to have that girl. I pay for Netflix. I pay for Hulu. I pay for cable. I pay for the NFL red zone along with the package. The whole, you know, everything. I get the NBA package, and I probably watch four games a year. I'm wasting 210 bucks on it. But I know I'm going to watch it, so I'm going to pay for it. But if I don't watch it, then I stop paying for it.
4: Here's the thing around that for me that everyone should take away from this. If you enjoy something support it with your money. Because the only way content sticks around in any form is that you spend fucking money on it. You show your support to it, whether it's going to the theater, whether it's fucking DVD, Blu-ray, 4K, digital, whatever it is, if you support it, you're helping keep it alive. And that's the lesson behind this. Now everything changes because that's just the fucking world we live in, and we have to be able to roll with it. But you got to support what you like.
5: Absolutely, and I still feel that no matter what, because it seems like the, it's hard to find net sales, uh, reliable source. But I do believe um, physical Blu-ray discs and 4K will not be going away anytime soon. That's more of a hope and a prayer than a um, accurate analysis. And what I see in my day job, uh, there hasn't been any talks about any companies that we get to consult with that they've ever brought that up about, let's get rid of this. There's always been talks about the physical game discs, but there's a there's a little underlying thing with GameStop and uh, Microsoft and PlayStation and Nintendo because that, there's a whole reason why that's really not going to go away anytime soon. It's more of a business thing where everybody wins. But I personally have never heard anybody say, oh, uh, we don't need a uh, – let's try to eliminate our Blu-ray discs. They're still making great profit off of it. And I personally buy Blu-rays, uh, very picky about which I buy, but I buy it for the commentary mostly because you don't get that on streaming media. Exactly. You buy something streaming that does not come with it. So, And, again, we're always going to have those film nerds, and I think kids from the younger generation will would appreciate that too if they love a movie. Like some young kid, let's say he saw the new Ghostbusters. Like, this is great. You know, that's what he knows. Whatever. The Blu-ray comes out. Maybe he's going to buy it because, oh, my God, there's commentary with the cast. doesn't fucking matter what movie it is. It matters that somebody is like, experiencing something we've gotten to experience and we enjoyed, it and something and the new generation experiences and enjoys it and keeps it going. Hell, they still make vinyl records. It's 2016. I can load 2,000 songs onto my cell phone. That's supposed to just make calls and send text messages. But I can put 2,000 songs on like it's nothing. But they still make vinyl. So that's what I want to leave you with. We still have vinyl records today. So some things will not change as long as there's a market for it.
4: Exactly. You enjoy something, support it, keep it alive. All right, and with all that, we'll see you fuckers later.
3: Actually, if you want to, you want to do one more line to replace in there, if you want to get that ambitious, I think it'd be funny if you're just like, is that John in that 80s Camaro?
2: When do you want me to say that?
3: Instead of, hey, that's John's car. Okay. You know.
2: You want me to say, is that John in that 80s Camaro?
3: I think that would be funny. Just right. because, you know, we're setting it that it's an 80s car and. All right. Or, or no, no, no. Is you that know, John you or
2: the bandit?
3: I like it